Hey, welcome back to That 70s Card Show. I am John Keating, and I thank you for joining me as I take a look back at the cards and the culture of the very colorful 1970s. We'll revisit a more simple time on our hobby by taking a deep dive into the sets and the stats with a generous amount of bad facts sprinkled in. That 70s Card Show is currently sponsored by Nobody. If you have a comment, suggestion, or you'd like to invite me to a wedding, please reach out to me at that 70s card show at gmail.com uh twitter i'm on at 70s card and youtube that 70s card show of course this is episode 66 and we are going to get our kicks in episode 66 what a time to be alive november 2022 as we meaning me record this Phillies are in the World Series. Game three coming up imminently. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles are 7-0. and And Manchester City is the greatest world football team in the universe. Uh, yeah, you can't argue with any of those, can you? Uh, episode 66, of course, uh, we're going to talk about the world-famous Route 66, uh, talk a little bit about my whole setup here, if you don't mind. Uh, I kind of travel a lot. I spend a lot of time on airplanes, and I'm more of a, oh, destination first, uh, journey second kind of person. I don't necessarily enjoy the journey anymore. Uh, I just want to get there, of course. That happens when you're old. Um, but I'll tell you about 1980, my father, uh, had about two months worth of vacation time accrued and his employer, which was at the time, the school district of Philadelphia, uh, kind of forced him out and said, you cannot come back to work until you take your eight weeks vacation. So, uh, my father decided to buy a 1979 Plymouth Voyager window van, uh, predominantly beige with a wonderful chocolate brown stripe throughout the perimeter, about mid-body all the way around, Uh, windows everywhere, bench seating throughout. And what did we do? We decided to go across country, uh, mother, father, and three growing men. Uh, all in their teens. I don't know what they were thinking. More importantly, I don't know what happened to our dog or our cats when we went away for five or six weeks in the middle of the summer of 1980. It's a mystery. Perhaps I can uh, revisit that the next time I have my two brothers on the show with me. Uh, They seem to remember things better than I do. But kind of crazy there where we had obligations like uh, lives of pets, and I think we just done headed west. We headed west, um, visited uh, relatives in uh, Iowa for a little ways, but uh, pretty much camped out throughout the country for the next five weeks. Pretty awesome. We hit this. We went across the top of the country, down the coast of California into Mexico, and then back across country a little bit, uh, kind of right along the old uh, belt line of the nation probably hitting a lot of these Route 66 destinations on the way. Um, I got to see the 1980, 1980 baseball all-star game. We stayed in Cody, Wyoming that night. 
it was one of the few nights we had a hotel. Otherwise, we were in our big canvas Coleman tent, the five of us. And um, also remember visiting Bush Stadium in St. Louis, uh, getting to run around on the AstroTurf and in the dugout and see the um, St. Louis Cardinal Baseball Hall of Fame. Back then, I think that that uh, trip probably shaped my nomadic uh, character that I would uh, um, have throughout my life. Uh, I spent 10 years on a tour bus crisscrossing, and I like to say I've been to everybody's town and everybody's college, uh, but I've been to a lot of them. And uh, some things never change. I'm still a nomad, and uh, yeah, away we go. If you have the opportunity to get in a car and drive across this country, do so. Uh, take those exits too. Don't stay on the highway all the time. Cause I think that that's one of the things that has kind of put a division between us, the highway people versus the, uh, the side road people. Um, you know, a place like route 66, you could drive from Chicago, uh, the Lake Michigan shoreline in Chicago to the beaches of Santa Monica, Santa Monica. And, see people throughout. I mean, that journey would take a week or 10 days. Nowadays, you can do it in probably three or four days, but, uh, you know, we don't get to know each other anymore. But back then, uh, Route 66 brought a lot of people together, a lot of hope, people heading west. Um, Clubs like the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers headed west, probably on Route 66 on their way out there and stuff like that. So America kind of grew up driving across Route 66, our westward expansion uh, with the automobile. Um, kind of during the Depression, the Dust Bowl, all that stuff, World War II, all those little growth spurts uh, were fueled by um, and enabled by Route 66. Now, obviously, it's the uh, 66th episode, but what's cool about Route 66 is baseballreference.com backslash route 66 backslash will show you a map and the players that were born within 50 miles of route 66 um route 66 uh only exists kind of in our imagination and in some uh stretches uh there's still signs that say route 66 although it's not part of the uh highway system anymore apparently but you go through places like chicago in Springfield, Illinois, and St. Louis, and then Springfield, Missouri, which is uh, kind of one of the uh, epicenters of the Route 66 story. I won't bore you by reading from Wikipedia, but Springfield has a lot to do with that. Tulsa, Oklahoma City, Amarillo, Albuquerque, places like that, and of course, Los Angeles. So when we say uh, born within 50 miles of Route 66, that encompasses a lot of the Los Angeles areas, which can be a 100-mile swath there if you're talking about 50 miles on each side of Route 66. A lot of great players from that area, um, stuff like that. Um, talk a little bit about uh, – talk a little bit about uh, Route 66 here. Again, starts out in Illinois, 2,448 miles it was, and this is according to Wikipedia. And uh, Illinois, 301 miles, Missouri, 317 miles, Owe, 13 miles, and Kansas, Oklahoma, home of uh, many baseball legends like Mickey Mantle, Johnny Bench, and Cooter Lev, uh, 432 miles, uh, 186 miles of road in Texas, 487, the road champion, of is New Mexico, 
401 miles in Arizona and finishing off 314 miles in California. So baseball players, lots of them, uh, not just from the 70s, but uh, throughout the wonderful, wonderful uh, history of baseball. Uh, Chicago, if you go quick on the map of Chicago, it'll tell you that the 393 players uh, were born within 50 miles of Route 66 in the Chicago area. Uh, kind of pretty cool. Uh, don't know why my cell phone's doing what it's doing, but I'm getting some ma- major interference. But we get out of those suburbs and stuff like that. We get to see uh, uh, these little dots along the way on Route 66. And I'm going to try to highlight some of them here as I go. Um, see here al braithwood was born in braceville illinois right in lexington illinois we had ed kinsala uh, lincoln there's four players are from lincoln illinois uh let's see here this may be boring to people at home but lee dunham was born in atlanta illinois springfield illinois had 23 major league baseball players st louis 321 players uh born there uh, along Route 66, and then we start to get into uh, no man's land, and uh, all these players kind of sprinkled in, and that's kind of the story of, like I said, America. But also uh, think about all these players born along that road. That uh, that's all they had is baseball. They didn't have the distractions of the big city and stuff like that. Um, just along the way, uh, Joplin, Missouri, eight players born there, two players. And these are players that either pitched or uh, had an at-bat in the big leagues. Tulsa, Oklahoma, 51 players. Oklahoma City, 47 players. Uh, goes on and on and on, right? Uh, so uh, oddly enough, let's talk a little bit about New Mexico since New Mexico has the most uh, players. I'm sorry, the most road miles. It doesn't have that many players, though. It has uh, Albuquerque gave us 11 big league players uh, Tuka Makari uh, gave us Mark Corey and Gallup, New Mexico, gave us Willie Adams. Other than that, uh, not a lot going on in New Mexico. Uh, greatest all-time home run hitter born within 50 miles of Route 66 is, of course, Barry Bonds with 762 home runs. Barry Bonds is your all-time home run leader. That's not debatable. Barry Bonds belongs in the Baseball Hall of Fame uh, for sure. And uh, second at 583 is Mark McGuire. I feel the same about Mark McGuire. Put that man in the Hall of Fame. And Mickey Mantle, 536 home runs is your third most home runs hit by a player from Route 66. Eddie Murray, 504 home runs. Again, there's a lot of Los Angeles players here. Uh, Mark McGuire, Eddie Murray. Barry Bonds was born out there in, I believe, Riverside, California. Um, but he's, uh, your home run leader, your RBI leader, and, uh, third in stolen bases, 514 stolen bases, Brett Butler, 558, and your champion base dealer from the Route 66 babies is Ricky, just call me Ricky Henderson. And uh, Ricky also has the most runs scored with 2295 hits wise. Eddie Murray, 3255. Paul Wayner, who was born in Hara, Oklahoma, he has the second most hits at uh, 3,152. And Tony Gwynn, 3,154. There's another, of course, 3,000 hit player there, and that's Ricky Henderson with 3,055. Uh, 
batting average, you'll be surprised to hear this. Uh, batting average wise, uh, there's actually John Harrell, who played in 1969, batted six times, got three hits. He's your all time Route 66 leading hitter at 500. He was born in Long Beach, California. Of course, that's uh, a joke. Um, first player born born along Route 66, which didn't even exist back then, to play in the big leagues was Charlie O'Leary. And uh, Charlie O'Leary made his debut in 1904. He was born in Chicago, Illinois, of course. Uh, triples leader, I'd have to say that that's uh, Paul Weiner, 191. Wally Pip, remember old Wally Pip? He had 148 career triples. He was born in Chicago, Wally Pip was. And um, Brett Butler has uh, 131 triples. Now, it's interesting about that is uh, we would think Ricky Henderson would have had a lot of triples, but Ricky Henderson had fewer triples than Tony Gwynn and Barry Bonds and Ray Shandy. So uh, uh, Ricky Henderson only hit 66 triples in his career, 297 home runs. Uh, that's surprising with his speed. But Ricky would tell you that Ricky didn't want to go to third base unless Ricky was stealing third base because Ricky was looking for stolen bases for, for Ricky. So um, can't say I blame the guy. Uh, War-wise, uh, we're talking war. Barry Bonds, 162.79. Ricky Henderson, 111.12. And Mickey Mantle, 110.18. Now, the uh, let's see here. We're going to talk about pitchers, I guess, right? Pitchers, your all-time pitching leader from the Route 66 Babies is Robin Roberts. Robin Roberts was born in Springfield, Illinois, and uh, quite a pitcher. Uh, I want to say uh, second best, third best pitcher in Philadelphia history or Philadelphia Phillies history, probably fourth best overall although I might put him ahead of Carlton, but uh, Philly-wise, Lefty Grove, Grover Cleveland, Alexander, and then it's a battle royale between Robin Roberts and Steve. I'm from Mars, Carlton. Uh, Carl Hubble, uh, 253 wins. Dave Wells, 239. Jerry Royce, 220. Don Drysdale, 209. Does anybody else think of Mr. Drysdale when they hear Don Drysdale's name? Mr. Drysdale from Beverly Hillbillies. Bob Lemon had 207 career wins, and Max Scherzer has 201 wins as a current Route 66 baby. He was born in San Louis, Missouri. Uh, Hall of Famers, you want to talk Hall of Famers? Boy, this road has some Hall of Famers. Of course, Ricky Henderson. Mickey Mantle, Johnny Bench, Paul Wehner, Alan Trammell, Gary Carter, Tony Gwynn, Eddie Murray, Duke Snyder, Lou Boudreau. Um, just goes on and on and on. Uh, I'll keep going if you want. Willie Stargell, Joe Gordon, Bobby Doer, Kirby Puckett. Uh, a guy named Willie Wells, who was a Negro leaguer. Uh, Red Shandies, Nomar Garcia Parra. And uh, he's not a Hall of Famer. Uh, not at all. Uh, Ray Schalk, uh, Lloyd Wayner, Freddie Lidstrom, and that's it for the hitters. Uh, Pitching-wise, Robin Roberts, Carl Hubble, Don Drysdale, Bullet Rogan from the Negro Leagues, Bob Lemon, who started out as an outfielder, um, 
Trevor Hoffman, of course, the reliever, Hall of Famer, and uh, so on and so on. So Route 66 gives us many, many, many players. Uh, again, we talked about uh, – who do we talk about? We talked about Los Angeles. Los Angeles has a total of, well, 242 players. But that doesn't count Long Beach and Riverside and, and all those all those setups there. So lots of players come from Route 66, lots of uh, wonderful people from the 70s, right? We'll talk about uh, 70s stuff here. You got your uh, people like uh, – Ricky Henderson played in the 70s, Johnny Bench, Alan Trammell, Gary Carter, uh, Eddie Murray we talked about, Dwight Evans. Uh, where else can we go with this? Uh, Bobby Bonds, of course, is um, Willie Stargell. Brian Downing was a 70s boy from the uh, California Angels and Chicago White Sox. Uh, Brian Downing, another one of those Los Angeles fellas. Um, Daryl Porter. Daryl Porter was from uh, Joplin, Missouri, and uh, had a pretty decent career as a catcher, four-time All-Star, won a World Series in 82. He was a World Series MVP. He was an NLCS MVP for St. Louis. Um, so he won, uh, played for Milwaukee, played for Kansas City, and played for St. Louis. Pretty much uh, did all right his last, last back half of his career. Um Drew 121 bases on balls in 1979 for the Royals. But, uh, yeah, decent, decent uh, uh, defensive catcher back then. Lonnie Smith skates. He played in the 70s, it says here. Dusty Baker um, and whatnot. Dusty Baker is, uh, I hear he's in line to win a World Series. Let's hope that that doesn't happen. Uh, Bill Russell. Of course, the Dodgers shortstop. Bill Russell is one of those guys who started out, I believe it was him and Say, started out as center fielders, but they got moved because of uh, Rick Monday was in center field. So he was the tallest of those infielders. He used to sky over Say and Lopes and Garvey, which was odd for a second baseman back then. Usually second basemen were your – or shortstops were your scrappers back then. J.T. Realmuto uh, was born in Dell City, Oklahoma, and um, he, I believe, will be awarded a, a World Series ring in 2022. We'll see how that happens. Uh, he plays for the Philadelphia Phillies, considered one of the best catchers currently in the game. And uh, Philadelphia, here are the only player who catches, who hit an inside the park home run in postseason history so uh that's that so route 66 uh go on their baseballreference.com backslash route 66 backslash and go take a tour of old route 66 from chicago way down to san louis oklahoma stop and see cooter on your way past oklahoma um albuquerque across the wilderness of arizona and into the Los Angeles basin. You'll have a good time. I thoroughly enjoyed it. E episode 66. I didn't think I'd get this far, but I appreciate you guys uh, jamming with me along the way. Um, that's about it. Again, uh, reach out to me if you have any comments or questions. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for joining me this week again on my journey back in time. We went all the way back to Route 66. If you have a comment or suggestion, perhaps you have a 
topic you'd like me to discuss, reach out to me at that 70s card show at gmail.com, uh, Twitter at 70s card, and YouTube, that 70s card show. I am uh, being played out on the podcast by Mango Safari and um, looking forward to this evening, game three of the Baseball World Series, and uh, looking forward to wonderful, wonderful time with my cards. Uh, of all sorts, baseballs, the basketballs, the footballs, and maybe even the hockey cards I get a little bit of enjoyment from. So thanks again for having me here in your ears. Uh, Hopefully I was able to help you sort through some cards maybe in the background and uh, maybe sort through some of uh, Americana history and having you gently hold my hand as we both jump into the rabbit hole of Route 66. So that's it. That's it for me. Uh, I urge you to enjoy collecting and as always, enjoy your collection. Thank you. Be safe and go Phil's.